Welcome to This Week in Telno Digital. This is episode number two, recorded on November 10th, 2016 at Fornebu, Norway. So I'm your host, Bjorn Bremset, and with me today in Telno Digital studio, I have my co-host, Ocean Zimmerman. How are you today, Ocean? <laughs> I'm fine, Bjorn. Uh, it's a really cold uh, winter's day here in uh, Telno HQ. Um, so uh, we know by the way, that the last uh, aud- uh, podcast we did, the audio quality wasn't amazing. But today, we're in a television studio. Whoa, yes, yeah. Telenor has a television studio. <laughs> so we hope the sound should be great. Now, before we jump in, though, uh, we just want to say thank you, because uh, the response has been great. Yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. Uh, before we started, uh, we had a goal of reaching... 100? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but as it turned out, we had more than 150 people listening on the first episode, which is awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, so uh, today we brought in uh, some of the strategic engineering team to yep. have a talk about what uh, they, you guys, are doing. So I have two people here. Yeah. And you can introduce yourself. Hello, I am Alexander Wagnilbrukov from the strategic engineering team. Yes, and I'm uh, Christopher Thompson. Also from the strategic engineering team. <laughs> we do have a formal name though, and we're actually from the strategic engineering division of innovation and strategy, formerly of the CTO office, now just called the group technology in Telnor ASA. Just oh, to make it easy. Yeah, just call us for SE for short. I'm sure that's, that's a huge name. I'm sure it will be great. Anyway, so uh, could you tell us a little bit about you and how you got to be here in this really impressive sounding organization? Okay, so it began uh, before the summer when me, Christea, and two other friends in SE, Stian and Sigve, were looking for a job. We wanted to apply together a place where we could work with uh, free reins to make awesome stuff and make lots of money for uh, <laughs> both ourselves and the company, and of course take over the world. Yeah. Uh, naturally, uh, Teno Digital was a candidate as we knew Ingrid from Firin. Oh. Yeah. And she oh. managed to set us into the contact with the correct persons. So shout out to Ingrid for... Uh, yeah, that's great. Ingrid. Yeah. Fair yeah. Yeah. So we applied as a team. We had a um, day-long hackathon session. We were four. Yeah. But in total in strategic engineering, we might be 12, I think now. 12, yeah, 12, 16, yeah. something like that. So after a day of hacking in Oslo, we were accepted and offered um, jobs and we accepted. And the rest is history, as they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, history in the making. Yeah, oh, great. And could you tell us a little bit, about, like uh, your own background? Like, uh, mm-hmm. what did you study? Where did you? Yeah, go? we both, uh, Alexandra and I, both knew each other from school. Yep. We're from Entenu, as the same as the other two guys in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we've actually had like some summer jobs together before, and so on. So we like already had this uh, thing uh, going where we try to do th- things in a team. We um, even failed a startup together. Oh, yes, we actually did. We <laughs> did. We had a startup for a couple of years. And, uh, well, we're here now. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, uh, can you tell us a little bit about like what like what you do in strategic engineering? What mm. does strategic engineering do? Yeah, so um, right now in strategic engineering, we sort of have a couple of things that we, uh, that we want to achieve. Uh, first of all, uh, each and every day new technology rises, like WebRTC is one of like the newer ones, right? And uh, that opens up huge new opportunities if people are willing to take them. So uh, that's one of like our main goals is to grab a hold of new technology, be like educated on that, 
and uh, figure out how can we use this like an yeah. unfair advantage. Uh, maybe right. spread it around mm. to the other teams, right? Yes, get that's... a little bit quick, and then yeah, 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 yeah. So that sort of ties into the other thing where we are really interested in seeing what happens like throughout the Telnor Digital and see can we help here? Can these two guys work together and so on? Just like spread yeah. the knowledge, be one big sort of like family, so to speak, if you <laughs> yeah. want to call it that. <laughs> so what sort of things are you seeing happening right now, relevant to what you're doing? I mean. Don't take all of it, yeah. Um, for instance, we have one person in our team working on the Firefox, Andreas Persson, he's in Sweden. Now he implements APIs for um, What's doing- What's an API? Okay, so he implements <laughs> new features in web browsers. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one of the new features is that you can, for instance, record a video and do things with it, or ah. you can uh, create new video elements. So um, this- in, in the browser. In the browser. Yeah. And more concretely, this allows us to put Instagram effects on your webcam. Ah. Which is one concrete uh, <laughs> thing which came out from Nuke Technology built in-house. And this is more like a playful uh, uh, use case, but there might be other serious use cases which can be discovered. Does it have a name? Can some people use it? Oh uh, yeah, it's called a ZomboCam, by the way. It's available both in the Chrome Web Store and the Firefox uh, add-on store. ZomboCam.com. ZomboCam <laughs> Download it, use filters, spread the love. <laughs> yeah, and that was actually also, you made it very easy and sort of integrated into Appearian, did you not? Yeah, we talked to Appearian. They were totally great in uh, allowing us to uh, co-market our mm. product with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, that. They they have so so good people at marketing, which is maybe not our expertise. Uh, <laughs> we're mostly engineers, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah. So they helped us a lot, and they've tweeted, they've blog posts, and uh, we really got some good traction. They have the greatest people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay, so, so uh, just so to clue you in, we had a little speech. That we talked a little bit before this. Podcast okay. about how many Trump jokes we should have. I mean, we could get in there. Uh, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, he was elected. Yeah, we, we didn't expect that, so we thought it would be in jest, but actually, now that he's there and it's real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, we just cannot avoid it, okay? Yeah. So mm -hmm. just now, so you bear know. with us on yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we'll be talking a bit more about our projects, but in general, we try to find new technologies and either expose them as services others in Digital can use, and thereby helping their products or finding completely new things which can pave the way for new products, which mm. uh, you necessarily you wouldn't necessarily think about them now because the technology field hasn't been explored yet because it's new. Mm. And actually that really helps uh, other teams actually, right? Because other teams might come up to you and looking for a uh, product, uh, maybe trying to build something. And if it's possible, it's great if we can, or if somebody can go to you and say, okay, well, this is what I want to do. <coughs> and you have the whole spectrum of tools uh, available and you would know about what's new and how to solve it. Mm, yeah, that's that's true. And uh, we love when people come up to us and just talk to us. And so mm -hmm. we're really that that shouldn't be like scary for anyone or yeah. or engineers as uh, <laughs> like uh, as the, the rest of the the part uh, no, part like the floor yeah. almost. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so we love that when people come and talk to us. Yeah. <laughs> One other like. Uh, Actual use case of this though is that uh, Capture they have a lot of images and um, we have uh, done some things with the Telnor research and uh, With that we sort of understand how images work Which is really cool because we take their sort of research and apply it to like create something of it So what do you mean by that? That sounds very abstract. Yeah, yeah please be concrete <laughs> that's, that's very abstract. Yeah, Bring it back down. yeah so uh, machine learning is a huge thing now because we sort of have the capabilities to actually 
take large data sets, learn from it, and figure out, uh, so make some smart uh, things of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so you're not just talking about machine learning, you're actually doing it. You've got big, huge box with uh, GPUs, and you're actually yes, doing yes. stuff on your desktop and so on. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. And, uh, and that's that's really cool because uh, I mean we bought this enormous thing that you're talking about and right now lots of like big data sets from uh, let's say Google and Yahoo are available so we download them and we actually do our own machine learning. So you have made machine learning models but the thing with capture what are you actually creating what can I as an end user get from this? Yeah so we have these models and they can understand <laughs> images in our case, mm -hmm. right? So they can not see like pixels, but they can see shapes and things. So they, they can see an apple? Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. And they recognize can... that that is an apple and then... Yeah, like it's yeah. a fruit and the fruit is apple. Mm -hmm. And like this is a shoe and it's a high-heeled shoe. Yeah. Making it possible actually to search uh, and to index so, in a way so that... People was, stepping yeah. on apples with high-heeled shoes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, that's, yeah. that's yeah. the use case. So yeah. I could search for trains in my capture account and I would actually get pictures from trains. Yeah, so uh, what we've created now is we use this uh, big model that understands images. We put it on a web interface. You can log in with capture. And uh, this is in the making, by the way. And then you can like say beer and then you get every photo that's beer related. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's uh, very cool. Yeah, and we've uh, done this like a separate service almost. So yeah. we have some integration to capture, but like for the most part, it's it's not yeah. that uh, we've talked to them, of course, they know of it, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah. So that's like one of the things we do. And uh, I mean, it's us, it's Telnor Research, it's the capture team. It's like yeah. all of these things come together. I really love it. Beer search brought to you by floating point calculations. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you love tensors? <laughs> Do you love beer? <laughs> anyway, th th these are nerd jokes, if you don't yes. get it. Yeah. <laughs> but there are a couple of other things as well. Like, uh, what's cool about this team is that I think you guys, particularly you guys actually, have been really good at working with, uh, like, a lot of different teams. So, like, you, I, 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 it's up to you guys to tell us uh, what you think is most interesting. But, like, I know that you've been working with Laltel, you've been working with the Telenor uh, Norway. Yeah, Telenor uh, yeah, Norway, well, right? uh, Telenor Research. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, like, I think you've been doing some stuff with, with Loltel, right, as well? Yeah, so okay. So, uh, Bjorn and Oshin, have you introduced what Loltel is? A little bit. Very little. Yes. Can yeah. you give us a 15-second pitch first of Loltel, the software telco? Yes. Okay, so this is actually my project. So it's uh, making a telco that is really easy to build innovations on top of. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it. There are lots of details for doing this, this easy, but the whole point is that's why we do it, and we do use every trick in the book to make it easy to innovate on top of it. Mm -hmm. So no more one-year release cycles. We can iterate much quicker. Much quicker, and the APIs yeah. are actually capable. There's something you can understand uh, without reading, reading 5,000 pages of documentation and then only understand that yeah. you need to ask a vendor. You can actually yeah. understand and do stuff. Because the, yeah. the key thing here is that yeah. we used to have uh, a system, or it's actually in existence today, where you don't have any control, really, of the, the way your network is operating. It's a sort of box that you get. And yeah. that way, it means if we want to build something on that box mm. or in that box, we can't really get into it without paying a lot of money mm. and, uh, and then having real long lead time. So, so Loltel is just a software project that happens to, when you compile it and load it, it runs as a telco. Yeah. Just yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. So what then happened is that me and a few of the other guys from the SE team, we were introduced to Loltel and we're basically tasked with try finding cool ways to innovate and utilize this platform. So one of the first things we did is uh, exposing more of the Loltel capabilities uh, to the end user. So there's a service which is called If This and That, 
what it allows the end user to do. That, that's not service you've made. That's something no. that exists on that's the internet. That's an old service on the internet. What it allows you to do is combine uh, actions with other actions. So you could create a rule that whenever you receive a text message on your own phone number, it will go straight to a Google Drive document and insert a line there. So we have exposed many of these <coughs> capabilities from Lultel to if this and that in a, um, a bridge, basically. And this allows you that whenever you get a call, you can, for instance, switch the lighting in the roof. And, uh, and this is really cool, sorry, because I want to mention that if this and that is uh, supported by like Philips Hue light bulbs, it's mm. supported by Google Docs, it's supported by a multitude of devices and uh, software and a multitude of things, right? Mm. And it's really cool because we're plugging, basically you're building this sort of bridge between what, what Altel is and uh, that whole platform, right? So it lets people yeah. start making. So, so just a question, how long did it take you from you started working on that bridge to actually have the working bridge? Uh, less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and that's very good. <laughs> yeah. But but does that mean that I can like set up a system where, for instance, my like future mother-in-law calls me and my Philips here just flashes like bright yeah. red? Exactly. And we actually did this live with Sigve Bracke when he was in the office. For I think it was like two or three weeks ago, Sigve Bracke had this like a monthly tour of the troops and we walked around um, <laughs> Telon Digital. And when he came by our desks, not only did we show him a fantastic AI chatbot project Christie has been on, where he can actually automate the entire, uh, basically a Finn Anno service you have in Malaysia, I think, which is called uh, I'm Sold. You can automate the entire process with a chatbot. We showed that to Sigve Bracke. And also we made Sigve Bracke program it so that when his CTO calls him on his phone, the Philips Hue in the office actually goes on a warning light mode. So you know, like, yeah, this is important. You better pick up the phone because Arusha is calling. <laughs> and this he did within three minutes. And I don't know if Sigve has ever coded anything. <laughs> I'm not sure, actually. Maybe. No, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but you I didn't know. have to do any coding. It's really easy to just drag and drop. So you expose these features for uh, the common uh, man yep. and woman. And Sigve. And Sigve. Yeah. Yeah. Common, common CEO of the yeah, second yeah. biggest corporation in Norway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just exactly. casually exposing it to the yeah. second biggest CEO in Norway. The yeah. <laughs> second biggest is not like <laughs> in power, I guess. Okay. Yeah, he's a very handsome man. Anyway, yeah, moving is. on. Yeah. 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 So okay, so th but that's a cool demo. Uh, mm. And but we actually don't really know if ordinary users of this thing will actually find it useful mm -hmm. yet. Um, so I mean, that's a really interesting thing, right? Because if I mention if this and that to a lot of people, uh, maybe they have heard about it, but a lot of times they haven't, right? So. We have this idea and we have a way to make it work, but a lot of times like we're going to have to figure out how, how do we get it like into the hand? How do we make, package it in such a way that people understand mm. it? So actually that's uh, part of like a little bit of what uh, I'm doing and working very closely with you guys uh, because uh, we have run these design uh, sprints and part of the <coughs> thing that we're going to try and do uh, actually next week starting uh, is actually figure out exactly how we will get it into the, uh, or package it and, and understand like, okay, in this, in this case, is there ways in which, uh, are there little problems, maybe at the margin, at the start, that could be really improved? Could there be little, little things that we could improve or maybe delight users with using this functionality? And if, that, if we can find that, I think it'll be really, really great because it begins to change people's perception of what's possible. When yeah, they it have could a, be huge. Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's good. <laughs> but there's one thing which this really demonstrates. Here we have one uh, large software project which has been running, mm -hmm. a small team trying to build things on the side, and user experience researchers working together yes. to prototype new use cases for uh, products which can allow us to take over the world. Yes, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, but this is very different because I think uh, before a lot of people would make decisions in, a, in an office somewhere and then that would be decided. 
but we're actually doing it in a really collaborative, iterative mm -hmm. uh, way. And yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's. I like I like it very much because I mean we just walk to each other's desk and uh, like well. Right now, I did this, which will uh, make us closer to taking over the world. Oh, great! I'm also working on making us closer to taking over. <laughs> just, everyone comes together. It's very well, it's, nice. It's very cool. Yeah, and you guys are very approachable, right? So anyone can come and meet you. Yeah, right? like, all the time, yep. all the time. Yep. Yeah, so we're in building six D at Fornebu. Yeah. Yep. If you have data, if you have any cool ideas you think might be applicable, and the cool new technologies, come to us. We're open for discussion at coffee anytime. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I think it's time to wrap up it this is. second episode of yeah. This Week in Telno Digital. So it's I would like to thank everyone here uh, for being here. And I also would like to thank you listening in. Mm. Thanks, and thanks uh, for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was a great experience. Yeah. And a little thank you to our chief technician, Hawkins Bosheim. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of shy, but he does an invaluable job. Yeah. Keeping, <laughs> keeping track of the sound levels. We know it's really important. <laughs> we do. Yeah. And right. uh, the music you've been hearing at the beginning and end of this program is actually written by me. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. Good. So, so thank you very much and until yeah. next time. Until next time. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.